You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we extend a warm hello to all who are listening on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. here in Chicago, and all who are watching our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. As we've mentioned before here on The Voice of Charity, Catholic Charities is blessed to have many parish partners across the Archdiocese of Chicago. The pastors and lay leaders in these parishes selflessly work in tandem with Catholic Charities to identify needs in the community and determine how people can gain access to Catholic Charities programs and services in the most effective ways. We occasionally like to feature one of these parish partners and celebrate the many ways that they are helping to fulfill the mission of Catholic Charities throughout Cook and Lake Counties, one person at a time. We are delighted to have with us today the, the representatives of St. Rita of Casha Parish, which combined with St. Clair of Montefalco Parish in 2020. The pastor of this vibrant parish is Father Omero Sanchez, a wonderful friend of Catholic Charities. And Father Sanchez is with us today, along with Mary Lou Gonzalez, Catholic Charities Regional Director for our city and southwest region. She works closely with Father Sanchez to make sure that great things are happening in this parish. Welcome, Father Sanchez and Mary Lou. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thank Good morning. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, Father, may we start with you? Can you please share with our um, audience a little bit about the parish and where the administrative offices of this combined uh, parish are now located? Absolutely. Our parish of St. Rita of Castro Parish combined with St. Clair Church. Uh, two years ago, and we have been uh, advice or the recommendation was to keep all the records at St. Rita of Casha Parish, which is located 63rd and Fairfield, just one block east of California. So we're right in the heart of the uh, community in the south side. Wonderful. And and how long have you been at St. Rita pa uh, Parish, Father? Well, we St. Rita Parish is an Augustinian community. Uh, I've been with the Augustinians for a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> And I've been right here in San Rita for six years by now. I was a, a parochial vicar for two, and then administrator for one year and three years as a pastor. And so in many ways, um, you have three saints watching over this parish. You have St. Augustine, you have St. Uh, Rita, and you have St. Clair together, correct? Uh, that's, that's right, yes. I never thought about <laughs> that way, but yes, we have. Many saints interceding for us. 
<laughs> and and Father, you write so beautifully on your parish website about uh, the the environment that you're fostering there, a very welcoming community, um, and you're so successful at getting parishioners to really engage in parish life to the fullest. Um, can you share with our audience a little bit about what that philosophy is? Well, we we certainly think that everyone is welcome at Serita. We encounter people where they are, and we walk with them. And I think that's the spirit of the gospel, that spirit of Jesus Christ, just to encounter people exactly where they are and walk together to our common goal, which is just encounter God. Well, you do a beautiful job of it. And like I said, it, it, it seems like you have one of the most vibrant, active parishes in the archdiocese. Um, Mary Lou, I know you're a very big uh, reason for that as well. You do a phenomenal job as regional director of our city, Southwest region. Um, can you share with our audience some of the activities that uh, we discussed at the top of the show that, that you are working in tandem with Father Sanchez to uh, bring Catholic Charities programs and services to people in need in the community? Can you share what some of those ways are? Certainly. Um, I, I first and foremost want to echo what Father Sanchez said as far as welcoming. I think Catholic Charities envisions that as well. Um, you know, we minister to that. That is, you meet people where they are. And that has allowed the City Southwest Regional Office to actually do what we do um, in working in tangent with St. Rita St. Clair. We, you know, there was a, uh, there's a food, monthly food pantry that's actually run by the church. It's not run by Catholic charities. We support it, Father, in that ministry. Um, and it's primarily for seniors. In addition, this year, we began what we're hosting now is a senior breakfast um, called Blessing of Hands. Um, and that is done primarily in Spanish, uh, and it's held on a monthly basis. Catholic Charities provides the food and the presenters, and the parishioners volunteer to serve the meal, um, or members of the mission board come and serve the meal as well. Um, also, you know, our staff from Catholic Charities, we provide information sessions and training sessions for the seniors related to the medical card, related to uh, medical benefits for the undocumented, as well as immigration issues that they may benefit in learning more of. Um, in addition to providing the link applications and the SNAP applications, which are, is an entitlement given that they are seniors. There has been a huge amount of interest related to the hospitals in the area as well to actually come in and provide the seniors with more information related to that. So everything is in, in some ways, it's a circle of partnerships and development, but it's all led through Catholic Charities in partnership with Father Sanchez's parish. And so how do you coordinate these uh, ministries, Mary Lou? Is there an, um, a Catholic Charities representative, you know, on, on Father Sanchez's parish council? How does that work? Well, actually, there is no representation of uh, Catholic Charities in Father Sanchez. However, I am part of the uh, Catholic Charities is represented through me. Um, and I'm part of the leadership team within the deanery of the area. Currently, because the mission board is, is restructuring, we are seeing how to actually have more people involved in parish ministry through the parishes themselves. Um, and I do think that that's, that's an amazing way of doing things. And it makes it work in that way. Um, the needs are many, as, as we all well know, all know too well. And oftentimes we have to figure out how to make it work 
you know, even if there is no representation. And part of that is building those relationships, you know, where all people are welcome. And of course, the St. Rita, St. Clair embodies that as well as so many of the other parishes on the Southwest side. And Father Sanchez, obviously, uh, the last two years have been so challenging um, since you, you know, merged with St. Clair. That was right at the beginning of the pandemic. What, what needs are you seeing in the community now? And would you say that they have subsided to any extent this year? Uh, or, or are they still, you know, pretty profound in your community? Well, the need is still there. Um, Certainly, when we start with the distribution of food, our goal was never to establish a permanent food pantry. We were reacting to the need of the people. As our statement uh, said, we we encounter people where they are and we encounter them full full of needs. And working with Marilu, certainly we have approached to this need of the elderly that are those who are suffering the most right now. They didn't get any extra help by the government. They didn't get a substantial uh, money because they don't have kids anymore. They are just retired, some of them. Some others are just living with their kids because they're undocumented and the need is there. We are still in food now that the pandemic is kind of going out, although it's still a risk for many of our elderly, um, we are seeing also a need now with the people that are suffering through this inflation. I I can't believe that the gas, for example, uh, these days is more than $6, about $6. And if if we really think about it, unfortunately, our our city doesn't have a great public transportation to connect people to everywhere. So gas is an essential part of, of the community. So that's one of the things that right now our people are struggling with. Uh, and that's one of the needs that we have to tackle. If they're investing in gas, they're not investing anymore in food. So they have to get some resources from somewhere. And unfortunately, sometimes they could what they can in order to provide at least for the minimum or the basic needs. We're seeing that across Catholic charities, Father Sanchez, that that this inflation and these gas prices are really bringing many clients into Catholic charities who've never needed assistance before. So just <laughs> as just as the pandemic is subsiding a little bit, um, the inflation of this year is causing new problems in people's lives and bringing new clients in. And so uh, it's so wonderful that your uh, parish has these active systems in place to help people, as you said, wherever their needs are. Um, Mary Lou, can I ask you to please share with our audience some of the parishes that you work in tandem with in your community because I know a number of parishes also um, in your region are also very active uh, with with implementing Catholic Charities programs and services for the community. Certainly Um, one of the parishes well there's a number of them I work with approximately 12 to 13 of them um, in the southwest side Um, One of them is Immaculate Conception. Actually, we provide a lot of counseling for youth at at Immaculate Conception, which is on 47th and uh, California. The other one is St. Gall uh, Parish, which is where I'm housed um, on 55th and Kedzie. St. Gall was one of the first sites where we actually did the uh, vaccination. 
of over 500 people during COVID. We were the first ones to do it in the Southwest side. Um, in addition to that, we also have a Christmas giving, uh, which is for neighbors, in particular for the entire Southwest region. And it was families from the Southwest side who received the gifts. Some of the families could not pick up the gifts because of COVID, of course. Um, so volunteers from the parishes would actually take the gifts and hand deliver them to their homes. Oh. Um, we actually had one woman call one day and she's like, um, I'm just calling because I received this huge package in front of my house. And it just had a little note that said from Catholic Charities. But she says, is that from you? And we said yes. And she was very happy because her children had not received any Christmas presents at all. So we made her day. And I let the volunteers know, and they were delighted that that happened. Um, in addition to that, we've also had, in the past, we've had health fairs. Of course, because of COVID, all things stop. Um, but God willing, in July on the 19th, we are going to be having a children's clothing fair. Again, looking at the needs of the community and how that takes place. And that will take place at St. Gaul in the outside in a parking lot. Those are all extraordinary activities, as you said, meeting people where they are and fulfilling those needs. Um, if you'll please ta uh, bear with us, we're going to take a break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with two wonderful leaders in Catholic Charities City Southwest region, making great things happening for people in need. Please stay tuned. an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. say how can you spend your day with three-year-olds seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow this is a very rewarding job even though at the end of the day we're not the highest paid people on earth and when I have a parent contact me and say my child loves school that to me I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning because really you are changing lives you are molding lives shape the next generation of leaders teach Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. At Catholic Charities, we want to remind you that we are here for anyone who is a victim of domestic violence or anyone who has a concern about someone they think may be a victim. Domestic violence affects millions of people each year, both women and men, 
of every race, religion, culture, and economic status. It includes physical, psychological, and emotional abuse inflicted in both subtle and overt ways. The impact on children can be devastating. If you or someone you know are victims of domestic violence and you are looking for a place for healing and recovery, call us at 773-935-3434 in Cook County and 224-430-4977 in Lake County. A safer, happier tomorrow can begin today. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and it's my great pleasure today to be here with Father Omero Sanchez, who is the pastor of the Combined Parish of St. Rita of Casha Paris, Parish and St. Clair of Montefalco here in Chicago. And also with us is Mary Lou Gonzalez, Catholic Charities Regional Director for our city, Southwest Region. And Mary Lou and Father Sanchez work closely in tandem with one another to help fulfill the needs of people in their community um, and connect them to Catholic Charities programs and services uh, wherever possible. Possible. Um, before the break, we were just talking about the wonderful teamwork that you've established in your parish and, frankly, the inspiring leadership that both of you provide that gets so many people engaged in your parish. Um, Father, you kindly participated uh, in Catholic Charities Spring Partner Gathering on May 5th um, at 721 North LaSalle Street. Um, we were reaching out um, and, and establishing four partner gatherings in our different regions to um, re-engage with everyone after the pandemic and help them learn a little bit more about our regional mission uh, boards, which are establishing more of our services on the local parish level. Um, can you please share with everyone, I know you, you gave a beautiful invocation at that May 5th event, but then you also gave a lovely reflection. And I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing with our audience what you uh, delivered or, or what you uh, imparted on everyone that evening. Well, I certainly was very touched by the invitation. Uh, I do believe Catholic Charities is an essential part of who we are as the Catholics in Chicago. Catholic Charities is being very, very helpful in every step of the way to everyone, counselings and many other uh, settings, giving out food, providing the needs, helping the elderly. And I was touched just by the invitation uh, to give that invocation. And I... I was sharing that I was touched by the work of so many people, but most of all, volunteers. Volunteers are those who are making our work happening. Without them, we can do much. Uh, our food pantry is a reflection of it. Uh, and I think everyone collaborates with Catholic charities because they know Catholic charities that does good to the community. And, and Mary Lou, you've been involved in the discussions about the Regional Mission Board since uh, they very they began about a year ago. Um, can you share with us uh, that philosophy about why these are going to be so helpful on their <laughs> local parish level um, and how are things are going um, in your region um, as these Regional Mission Boards develop this summer? Well, I think that the key is is exactly what Father Sanchez said, you know, volunteerism, it makes it so much easier. 
um, because you're committed. You're committed to making it work. You're committed to, to the mission of Catholic Charities. You're committed to serve. And mm-hmm. you know who you're serving for. Um, oftentimes, we forget that when you are a volunteer, you know, whether you're in parish life or you're in Catholic Charities, you're actually providing so much more than just your just your just your your strength right you're actually providing yourself and at the same time you're learning from others in that process you're gaining wisdom from their experience as well and i think the the mission boards of catholic charities it will do that it will help us understand much more what is really going on locally and how to make it work locally because they're vested in it and they're vested in the community. As far as the City Southwest Mission Board is going, it's going, it's a process. Um, and it's a process that sometimes takes a little time, but we are happy and hopeful and looking forward to the new development and making it work. So yeah, exciting, it's an exciting time. So many people who give of themselves uh, to Catholic Charities with their time and their treasure and their talent, um, they often say they feel like they are uh, following Christ's directive to, you know, whatsoever you do for the least of my people that you do unto me. And so we've had many people through the years, many of our volunteers especially say, you know, they feel like they're serving Christ when they serve someone in need. Do you hear that from your parishioners as well, Father Sanchez? I do. And one thing that touches my heart is that those who were receiving help at some point or another, they get back. They give back later. They come back and they they get very involved because they are thankful. So it's it's a chain (laughs) and it's a beautiful chain of love and charity. And I think that's who we are. That's so that's so inspiring. Giving back what we received. Yeah. And, and can I ask both of you, what do you think are some of the keys for parishes to establish these ministries and keep them going? It's, it's one thing to get, have a special event, but you have a number of key uh, ministries to help people in need that are ongoing. What, Mary Lou, may I start with you? What do you think are some of those keys to, to keep volunteers coming back and keep engaging more people so that these programs can continue on an ongoing basis? I look at it as a a number of things, but I think probably the best way to describe it is radical hospitality at all levels. Um, You know, whether it's the client coming in and requesting assistance for rental, or it's the volunteer coming in and providing their time and their energy and their treasure. Um, But it's, it's radical hospitality to actually engage them at every step of the way. And at the same time, look at them not as volunteers but as team because in in the end it's all of us making it work in some ways it's communion um that builds community so yeah beautifully said and father sanchez would you add anything to that about how you know what are the keys to keeping these programs and services going on and on, on on a regular basis well, radical hospitality is a beautiful word. We transfer that to a personal approach. And that's who we are. I mean, and I've been repeating this. It's we met people where they are. And that's what it is, a personal approach. We just have to know who they are. And we have to be interested, not just in their needs, right. but who they are. Because there is, beyond their need, there is much more richness that we can just 
encounter one another. And yeah, that's the way that we build community. Very inspiring. Thank you both for sharing that. Um, Mary Lou, could you please share with us a client story or two about people who've received Catholic Charities <coughs> programs and services in your region in recent days and, and weeks? Um, and, you know, obviously respecting client privacy, maybe just using a first name or, or not even, but just sharing a story or two about how people have benefited from the programs you've established uh, in your parish. Certainly. Um, actually, there's a young couple that just came in recently probably in the last month or so. Um, and they had just arrived from Mexico. They are seeking asylum, refugee, um, because of all the stuff going on in the border, et cetera. Um, she came in with her little boy and her husband. And literally, she's she's been trying to figure out how to maneuver um, a system here in the United States that she doesn't understand. And she's young. She's a young mom. Um, and so what we provided for her was, one, we found her an apartment, number one. Two, we actually helped her pay her first month's rent as well as her second month's rent. That was also done. That was two. Three, we provided clothing. And four, in the state of Illinois, thank God, um, all kids is available for her regardless of legal status. So she received all kids. So she now, she's all established. She's, she has her own private attorney um, and she's trying to figure out the whole refugee thing and the application. But she now comes every Thursday morning from 10 in the morning until noon and she volunteers in the clothing room. So she's helping us now. And that's great. That's a way to do it, you know? Um, it's listening to the story that goes beyond just the surface. And I think that that's what matters most. And that's exactly what Father Sanchez said before, that as soon as folks are established, they want to give back. That's really inspiring. Um, Father Sanchez, could you, in our short time left, tell us a little bit about St. Rita and St. Clair, uh, the, the two patronesses of your parish? Of course, yes. Uh, well, St. Rita of Kasha, she is one of the very few saints, if not the only one that has passed through every single stage of life. She was uh, single, she was uh, married, she was widow, she had two kids, her two kids, her husband died. Then she entered into the monastery and she was obedient through every single part of their lives. Now she, she encountered this beautiful painting on the wall uh, of Jesus Christ, and she keep praying, Lord, please let me help you with one of your sufferings. And the Lord shared with her a stigmata, a thorn of the crown of Jesus. Uh, and that's the stigmata that she has. And this is so <laughs> amazing because St. Clair also received a stigmata, but this was in her heart. So during the whole whole her, of her life, St. Clair was very devoted to the passion of the Lord. And she keep repeating, there is a crown of thorns pierced my heart. And she keep repeating that so much that when she died, the her sisters, they right away called call a doctor, and they inspected the heart. And around the heart, the muscles created a 
a crown of thorns. So both of them have this deep love for Jesus Christ's suffering, right? And this is what we follow as well. This sense of belonging in community and helping each other in community. We know the suffering of every single person that we encounter in the way. And and, and this is why I, I like so much Catholic charities, because they have the whole spectrum of help. It is not just help on the helping with food, with rent assistance, with the elderly, with legal, but they also help with psychological evaluations, they help with psychiatric needs, they do counseling, they help uh, domestic violence. I mean, it is all the spectrum of the suffering of our human life that Catholic Church help with. And that's one of the things that really, really inspire me to keep going. Because Father, I know that I'm not alone. Father, we could listen to you all day. Do you, do you mind if you uh, please give our audience a quick blessing before our show concludes today? Of course. May Almighty God bless us, be with us, keep us aware of the needs of others, but also keep us aware of our own witness so that the Lord can cover us with the help and the strength that we need in order to do good to our brothers and sisters and keep loving Him with all our hearts and loving our brothers as we should love ourselves. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you so much, Father Sanchez and Mary Lou, for a wonderfully inspiring story today. We're so grateful for our parish partnership with you. Thank you. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities.